Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Alright. Can we fucking focus? Let's fucking focus. Hey, listen. Thoughts in. Thoughts out of here. Let's focus. Dudes. I am a dude. Okay? What does that mean? Let's not get into that. That's super complicated. To some people, and to other people, it's really simple. For me, it was really simple. When I grew up, people told me I was a dude, and I just was, I was like, okay. And it's just kind of sat well, and I've, and I've stuck with it. That, that was my, that was how it worked for me. Cool. Great. Wonderful. Fantastic. You know, great system for me. Some people, not so much. What are you going to do? Now, there are some problems with our understanding of how men are supposed to behave. There are some problems with that. It's not your fault. <laughs> I do it too. There are also problems with how women behave. And I don't mean like individual men or individual women. I'm not talking about that because of course individuals have problems. I mean that our ideas are a little bit off. Now, some of you are probably familiar with terms that revolve around critiques of masculinity. So you've probably heard the term toxic masculinity, and maybe you got like super ass paint over it. Okay, fine, you know. Um, and you've probably heard like beta male or new male or fragile masculinity. There are a lot of terms that have been concocted to sort of critique a central concept of what it means to be a duderino, you know? And, um, they tend to mean different things. So when you call like a dude a beta male, you usually mean that they're uh, submissive or, or, or feminine. Usually it's used against left-leaning people. Soy boy, kind of the same thing, like weak, sort of demure, you know, uh, physically unimpressive. But I've seen some people say that it's like this person's a soy boy and they're actually quite large. So I don't even know if it means you're physically weak anymore. Maybe it's more of an attitude, uh, something, something. My wife's boyfriend bought me the switch, you know, yeah. Um, and then you've got... Alpha male, like if you watch the Joe Rogan experience, you know, you have like an idea in your mind of what the alpha male is. An alpha male is like this, uh, this, this strong confidence. They don't need to be physically strong. It helps if they are, but they don't need to be. Um, this strong, like confident, like, like totem of masculinity. Um, they're, they're big and they're, they're confident. They're self sort of sustaining. They're driven. They're ambitious. Maybe they've been like a, a successful in some regard, or maybe not even successful in a material sense, but they still have a strong, unwavering sense of duty and responsibility that they carry forward to life and all that stuff. And toxic masculinity. And I want to talk about toxic masculinity because really like, what it means to be a dude is an incredibly complicated, like, this is a subject that has been tackled in different ways by different cultures over thousands of years. So this is like a really broad subject. Um, and I could honestly probably talk about it for eight hours, but I'm going to try and focus really specifically on insecurity. Okay? Because... Ooh, baby, let me tell you something, folks. Let me share with you a little core secret, a nugget of truth from me to you. Um, dudes are crazy fucking insecure. Like, most of them? 
Holy shit. When I was in high school, I was taught that girls were insecure because they wanted they, the, the makeup and they just they want boys. And like, I was taught like girls are insecure. But now that I've grown up, like dudes are so fragile, like their sense of self-worth, their like need for validation. These things are like paper thin. It's wild to me. Now, I'm very fortunate because I've always been a super confident person. Uh, I just have, I have like good parents. I had a good upbringing. So like I benefited a lot from my, like my dad's confidence. And I guess I kind of learned a lot from that because my dad is also really into public speaking. And he also is like sort of a, you know, like a, a, a has a public persona. So I, I, so I learned a lot from him, but, um, but a lot, a lot of people, especially a lot of dudes are just like deeply insecure. And I want to, I want to talk about that. Like, why? <laughs> why? What the fuck? Well, I actually know the reason why. So when I say why, I'm doing it rhetorically. But we can talk about it, okay? So what does it mean to be a dude? Okay, wait. Paint stream. Paint. Paint stream. <gasps> Look, it's a gecko. Wait, how do I? Oh, wait, there we go. My... The camera's 90 degrees from where I'm facing when I look at the chat, so I like I have to rotate my hand 90 degrees off of where I would expect to have to move it. We good? Do I want news from Clip Studio Paint? Suck my dick. I don't give a fuck about news. Alright, so let's talk about what it means to be a dude, okay? I always have, whenever I boot up paint, I always have pink as my color because when I edit the thumbnails for my videos... That's uh, that's the color that I use to change the, the color of the, the font, which is always the last thing that I change. Look, if we go here, oh, there's no recent. Oh, I restarted the computer recently, so it doesn't show any reason. Okay, what does it mean to be a fucking dude? All right, let's watch. Okay, look, we're doing some mouse streams, okay? So I think that we can all agree, like, what it means to be a dude ties pretty heavily into what is masculine. So what is masculine? Okay, well, here's a big one, okay? Masculinity is, to a large extent, physical. For a lot of people, masculinity ties pretty heavily into being beefy. I don't need to substantiate this claim, right? I feel like this is pretty self-evident to anyone who's ever interacted with, like, any culture, okay? Now, this is, again, this is also, like, a really cultural thing. Um, like, action fucking movies and shit like The Expendables and Rambo and Rocky and shit have probably, um, have, have probably led to, like, um, Americans and having like a really inflated concept of the importance of being like fucking yoked. But um I've been to Japan and I watch <laughs> I watch anime. And I can tell you for a fact that in Japan their understanding of masculinity is not nearly as oriented around physical like beefiness as it is here in America. Um it's 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 very it's very different there. So we've got like physical strength. Okay. That's cool. What does it mean? What else does it mean to be a dude? Okay, chivalry is a big one, okay? I'm just going to draw like a like a, a tower shield, okay? Like for a knight, chivalry is a big one, right? Like um chivalry like um like how you're supposed to treat women. This is a this is a really big one. 
a huge amount of what people are taught about being a dude and being a girl tie into how you treat the other sex or the other gender or fucking whatever. Um, this is like a really, 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 really big part of it. And one of the reasons why there are so many dudes who are so convinced that women have it better these days in terms of their privilege in society and particularly in um, a, a sexual sense, uh, in a relationship status, is because they're the chivalrous values they were taught to hold when they were younger are actually reflections of a sort of um, patronizing, paternalistic elevation of women. Uh, women are queens, women are delicate, women should be treated like this and this, you have to be very kind to women. And that sort of patronizing juxtaposition between the role of man and woman has convinced many men, particularly those who aren't very successful with women, that it's actually women who have more success in society, more privilege than men. And they're wrong, but I can't say I don't understand where they're coming from. What else does it mean? Okay, here's another thing that it means to be a, a man. Let's be real, okay? It, you have to be straight, okay? You, like, this is a pretty huge component of masculinity and basically, like, fuck it everywhere, okay? I don't know, actually, what the gender symbols look like, but I'm going to put a screw and a cog because straightness through, um, um, uh, through hegemonic masculinity is also cisnormative. Those are some fancy pants terms, huh? So we've got straightness right there. Look, because it's a. Do you see the? Do you see the the symbolism? It's like a penis and a vagina. You see. Okay, we could go on like forever. Okay, um, like let's do fucking more. Okay, um, all right. Um, the men should be presentable. Here's a suit. See, men should be presentable. Um, it helps to be tall. Six foot two, my height is the perfect height. I am blessed. Six foot two is the optimal height. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, you should be successful. You have to be a breadwinner, okay? There you go. You have to be a breadwinner. You have to be confident, okay? It is essential to be confident. This is a fucked up looking person. You have to be confident. There are like so many things that go into being a man, okay? Right? Like, like I could literally, guys, we could literally fucking go on forever. There are so many fucking things that we could go on about here. Okay, but like, all of these things, so these are all prescriptive statements. These aren't descriptive statements. So when, so it's considered like here, like we can fucking, um, okay, like here's a muscular dude, okay? Who, who's this guy? Let's look at this guy, okay? Very muscular, in ph phenomenal physical shape, I assume. I assume that he's in good... Like, I don't fucking know what his legs look like, but still. Great shape, right? Okay, good dude. Nobody in nature looks like this. No, like, nobody... This is not, like, the default state of man. This is the product of a very carefully maintained diet and exercise regimen over a course of years. And possibly, though not necessarily, based on this guy's size, test cycles. So, 
Also, apparently he has access to a cloning machine, which will, I guess we can't really unpack right now. Now, so this isn't like the default state of man, right? So why is it that when people think what a man should be, we think of things that aren't necessarily intrinsic to what it means to be like sexed male? And I'm going to be sort of conflating gender and sex here because when we're talking again about hegemonic masculinity, these traditional ideas of what it means to be a man, we are very much talking about cisgender people here. But we'll talk about trans people in a bit, okay? So like we got, so like if it's not natural for men to be fucking yoked but we still consider it manly, then we're not we're not really talking about what men are. We're talking about what men should be. Men aren't naturally chivalrous. Like the code of chivalry was isn't it wasn't like discovered in the genes of humanity. No, we came up with these ideas. Men don't have to be six foot two. There's no benefit to being six foot two. Also, for most of history, men have been significantly shorter than this. Today, men are significantly shorter than this. I'm pretty sure the average height is still quite a bit below six foot two in, in America. Isn't it like 5'10 for men? And it's shorter in the rest of the world, except for like Europe or whatever. There's nothing in nature that says that men have to make more money or men have to have the suits or that men have to be domineering and confident. All of these are social constructs is what I'm getting at. Okay. None of these things are intrinsic. So why am I getting at all this? Why am I giving you this like literal fucking like sub 101, like high school tier understanding of gender? And I could, I could do the same thing over here for women, by the way. Okay. I could do like demure, uh, soft, um, submissive, straight, again, important, um, uh, um, uh, like child rearing. I could do like a whole thing over here, but you don't want to see me draw with a mouse forever. The big squish. Listen, you got to have some big fucking, some big fucking milkies, okay? For fucking hegemonic femininity, okay? So here's what it means to be a deuterino, a, a small list amongst many. What does this mean? Okay, well, when people refer to toxic masculinity. Okay, I know this is a spooky term for some people, toxic masculinity. What they're referring to is a set of characteristics that are ascribed to men. So this is something men should be, quote unquote, that isn't all that great. So for example, toxic masculinity. Men are kind of expected to be straight. Like, this is why there's such an association between being a sissy and being gay. Even though a lot of gay dudes I know are, like, ripplingly muscular bears. I grew up next to West Hollywood in Los Angeles. Like, those gays are not sissies. They're huge. I could, listen, I could go into fucking West Hollywood, be homophobic, and get, like, my, just get my fucking, just get my fucking spine compressed by these enormous, like, 240 fucking uh, six foot three jacked bears who fucking lumber around with wingspans wider than my fucking height. They're fucking enormous. They're huge. Dead, be beefy beards, jawline. So there's no intrinsic relationship between being feminine and gay. I mean, I don't fucking think so. Um, but nonetheless, men are expected to be straight. So what happens if a dude isn't straight? Well, to the best of my knowledge, and uh, who the fuck knows, I, there doesn't seem to be like a single gene that controls being gay or straight, but it still seems to be like something that you just get born with, right? 
or, or, you know, or at the very least, like, people don't make an active choice to be gay or straight. A lot of men who realize that they're gay or have an interest in men react to that interest in a very toxic way. Like, really fucking bad. Like, sometimes um, they'll stay in the closet for years or decades. Sometimes they'll compensate for their perceived sin of being homosexual by railing even harder against other gays. Sometimes they'll look for outlets for their gay desires by um by hooking up with men um and uh, uh afterwards they'll feel horrible and they'll drink themselves into a stupor or they'll go home and fucking beat their wife or something sometimes they conflating a variety of things will seek to sort of test themselves out on trans women and then beat up or kill those trans women sort of an unfortunate victim caught in the crossfire here and that's a whole complicated set of shit over there um in that's that shit is very complicated and it's so far out of the way it's past that door behind me so sometimes there are really fucking bad consequences to um to a man trying to be a man but failing in some way that failure to meet up to expectations sometimes leads to really bad results and none of it's necessary just fucking be gay bro if you're like if you're watching and you're like oh of course men should be straight like i don't know like shut the fuck up i don't give a fuck about you okay like to be gay be straight be bi whatever i don't give a shit okay go fuck adult humans who can consent okay i don't care um but if you recognize that men should be allowed to be gay without wanting to fucking kill themselves you recognize this is like a failure of the system like this shouldn't be a thing so sometimes failing to adhere to what it means to be masculine hurts people and that's toxic but sometimes adhering to what it means to be masculine hurts people do you listen i used to be really big uh into fucking weightlifting in high school i know right now i'm a fucking saggy fucking bloated piece of shit okay i understand that right now i look like the like somebody like like bagged beans and just sort of put a shirt and pants on okay well shorts actually i'm wearing very short shorts but so i recognize that but in high school I was really big. I was actually, like, really muscular uh, for a 15, 16-year-old, you know? I was, like, fucking deadlifting 350, squatting 300. Like, I love not, like, Olympian lifts, but I worked out, okay? I did I did the weights. I, I put, I took the medal, and I put it up, and then I put it back down, okay? It was great. It was a great time. I'm getting back into it nowadays. Hey, wish me luck, okay? Um, do you have any idea how many fucking dudes I saw who, like, hurt themselves trying to run testosterone cycles like tren it's a it's a type of steroid um just so they could get a little bit beefier these are people who are already in the upper like two percent of physical fitness in terms of how they look they already look like models and some of them like hurt themselves trying to get to that one percent they would one run trend cycles. It's it's a it's testosterone. It's a steroid. It can have a n- numerous bad consequences for your body if mishandled. Hormone imbalances lead to uh, fits of anger uh, if mismanaged. Uh, it can lead to an increase in acne. There are uh, imbalances in your internal chemistry that can take place if you don't run them responsibly. And even if you do run them responsibly, there are still bad things that can happen. 
they were trying to be a man. I mean, that's unquestionably what they were trying to do. Like, this was, they didn't see many women trying to do this shit. They were trying to achieve an apex of masculinity. And they had their own reasons for doing it. And I'm not necessarily saying that they don't have the right to do those things. But it is unquestionable that their decision to pursue that life, that thing, was born out by them trying to be a man. Some kind of man. So failing to meet the expectations of being a man can cause harm. And sometimes trying to meet those expectations can cause harm. I can go over every single one of these. Chivalry is pretty sexist. Guys, can I get a fucking squad W in chat? Honestly, the, listen, I don't give a fuck. Who, I don't give a single shit. Oh, pay for the woman's food. Oh, fucking, uh, uh, nah, get, get this shit out. I don't give a fuck. Oh, pay for the woman's meal. Uh, fucking, uh, um, oh, you gotta hold the door open. I don't give a shit about that, okay? And I get around, all right? I don't give a fuck. Most of the people I fuck don't give a fuck. Get that shit out. I don't fucking give that shit. Okay? A lot of people who, deuterinos, who grow up in the chivalry shit end up feeling resentful towards women, like I said earlier, because they feel like they're being held to an unfair social standard, which they kind of are, um, even though it's unfair to women too, but in a different way, it doesn't feel good to be patronized either but also there are a lot of people here who internalize these values and take them as women just being kind of shit like women are just are just kind of like like pretty like fragile little porcelain dolls that shouldn't really be you know um like uh expected to take on any hardship or any burdens that's kind of the implication of chivalry right i mean why do you think you treat them with such delicacy you treat fragile things delicately right I'm not saying you should go drop-kicking every femoid you fucking see on the street, but, like, you know, they're fucking people, too. Come on. So, like, that's kind of fucked. This height shit. Holy shit, guys. This height shit is cancerous as shit. I don't know if... Oh, that's sure. I don't know if you guys have been on the fucking short subreddit on Reddit, but this shit, this subreddit is literally like a, a, a fucking... Um, how do you say? Oh, hold on. Got the weirdest taste in my mouth. Mmm. This shit is literally like a suicide cult. These people are on the fucking brink. Okay? Look at this. I like... I'm not going to go through this entire subreddit and try and find examples, okay? But this subreddit... Here, look. Will I grow posts? I've been removing a lot of posts asking this lately. People desperately. People, please, please, Reddit, tell me. I'm five foot two and three quarters. Please, God, tell me. Is there another ancient me? Um, there are people. This is like a subreddit that is nonstop um, complaining about the disadvantages of being short, complaining about how they're never going to have like a cute GF to like pin down or whatever. Like this, the whole subreddit. The whole subreddit is oriented around compensating for the perceived negativity of being short. And that's fucking gay, because short men are kings. Hey, five foot two? King. Alright? Remember, all men are kings. Women are trash. Remember. There are dudes who feel shit about this shit, okay? There are dudes who feel shit because they can't provide for their family even though the economy is tanking. They have this weird, like, this, 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 this desperate need to, um, 
to, to feel like they're providing for their family and like they have to be the one making the money and they get resentful or jealous or bitter if like the wife or the girlfriend is making more money because they feel like they're being coddled and they should be the breadwinner and the fucking loud and assertive shit guys listen this isn't even a fucking lefty take okay come on we've all been in a fucking room we've all been in school we've all worked okay except some of you in chat are super young okay but you've been in school at least we all know dudes in class or whatever that are crazy fucking annoyingly overconfident we all know this shit okay like full-on 100 percent. okay the class the fucking the classroom of the dude who will literally not shut the fuck up who for every single topic there is a necessity to insert your opinion like i women do this too don't get me wrong but like this sense of entitlement to everyone else's fucking ear holes is very much associated with being dude hey listen i've done it a few times myself I was a smart aleck in school. Okay. But hey, we all grow. We all grow. Now, why am I getting into all this? I ask rhetorically for the 87th dude. Oh yeah, all the feminist dudes in, in my fucking sociology classes. Holy shit, guys. All the fucking... Fe oh my fucking god. Every fucking discussion had to be about them. It was wild Tr guys please trust me. i'm not one of those people who hears a dude like talking and i get like triggered or something like ah, this is a woman's space but there are dudes who like we're like talking about feminism like literally every fucking class they'll like speak they'll be like um here's my here's a 48 minute fucking analog to my personal experience on am i is this right i feel like i feel like i am representing you know sort of the optimal way of handling this like holy shit fucking fucking kill yourself no don't kill yourself live a, a bountiful and prosperous life because we've all been there all of us have been annoying sometimes whatever the case may be we've got all this okay toxic masculinity all right i want to talk to you why can men not talk about feminism stone zebra if you just listen to me describe that story and your takeaway was me saying men can't talk about feminism you are part of the problem Stone Zebra, you you are part of the fucking problem. If you heard what I just said, and that was your takeaway from from what I from my words, I'm just saying, please, please, listen. So toxic masculinity, in the broadest sense, refers to characteristics which are associated with masculinity, which people are taught to ascribe to, and either in achieving or pursuing those principles, or by failing to meet them, uh, negative results are caused for a person's well-being, or, uh, oh yeah, don't forget about the obsession with dick size. Guys, I know people who literally want to fucking kill themselves because their dick is 5.8 inches rather than 6.5 inches. It's fucking, it's not even like that. It's like, what's the difference? It's like this. It's fucking wild. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Um... Isn't the average length four inches? I'm pretty sure the average length of a penis globally is like 5.1 inches. The average length of a penis in America is 5.5 inches. You literally went on a diatribe about how size matters, though. All of these things matter, 
But everything in life matters as much as you give it credit for. That's what I'm saying. It can be nice to be tall. It can be nice to make money. It can be nice to treat women with, like, respect. It can be nice to be physically strong. It can be nice to be confident. It can be nice to be dapper. All of these things can be nice. But there are ways to interact with these expectations that are toxic. So, I personally like big dicks because I'm a slut. Okay? And I love, I just love big, meaty, fucking leg-sized cock. Okay? That's my shit. Alright? That's on me. Alright? But there is a big difference between my personal preference for dick and me believing that men with smaller penises are like subhuman and should kill themselves. And even worse, men with small penises believing that they are subhuman and should kill themselves. That's bad. If I have a preference for tall girls, which I do, I do like tall girls, that is not an indictment on short girls. That is my preference. But my preferences can be expressed in a non-toxic way. And, you know, at least I try to. But they can also be expressed in a toxic way. This is what people mean by toxic masculinity. It's these characteristics that kind of drive men to act in ways that hurt themselves, even though there's no good reason to do it. Now, it is not toxically masculine for, uh, for in every way for a dude to hurt himself um, to meet an expectation. For example, if there is an expectation for men to be responsible and 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 seize the day and take control of their problems and a dude does that and in the process burns themselves out or hurts themselves that's not really toxic masculinity because you probably should be responsible you should own up to your to your duty you know you should hold yourself accountable to your behavior that's fine that's not toxic masculinity that's just a consequence sometimes of the realities of being an adult that's just sometimes life is just sometimes life is just hard i don't know but if you already are meeting your responsibilities, if you already are doing what you can to live a good, a decent life, to, um, to, to be kind to others, to meet your responsibilities as an adult, and you still feel like shit about it because you are doing about the same as your wife and you feel like you as the man should be out showing her because you're the breadwinner... That's a problem. If you get back to it, basically every major systemic problem that men experience kind of traces back to this. For example, men kill themselves at a much greater rate than women because we're better than them at everything, right? Ah, that's the old joke, right? Like, why do men kill themselves more than women? Because when we try something, we succeed. You, you know, we've all heard that joke, right? It's rather crass, but it is in this instance true. Um, why do men kill themselves more? I mean, the answer is like really fucking obvious. It's not because of like the matriarchy or any dumb shit like that. It's because men are expected like societally to work hard to not complain about their status. Remember the fucking, um, the, the conservative propaganda? Like Mike Rowe's sweat pledge? Uh, if you're a man, you need to take any work you can get. Don't complain. You're being given a job. You should be thankful. You need to provide for those around you. Never look up. Never look above your station. Like, 
okay, like, holy shit. Like, this is things that men are told, not women. Women are not told that, at least not to the same extent. Okay, like, just accept shitty situations and never complain about it. That's kind of fucking weird, but all right, we can roll with it. Um, and, like, um, men also aren't expect, like, don't really have social support groups in the same way that women do. Guys, listen, femoids. Hey, trans girls. <laughs> Listen, hey, trans girls, you can attest to this. Since coming out and, and living as women and being out as women, have you not noticed a significant increase in your ability to form social groups where people are mutually supportive and are, are like meet each other's emotional needs? Didn't you feel really fucking repressed when you lived as men? Um, like you had no ability to like uh, 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 meaningfully connect with others on an emotional level now that those burdens have lifted because you're living as a woman? Yeah. Yep. I'm just seeing a row of... Yep. Yep. Damn. Now, some of that is because you were trans and closeted and there were other emotional factors that made it more difficult to 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 sort of live your life authentically because you were in the closet and stuff. But a lot of that is also because women have a much easier time forming social bonds than men do. Why is that? Well, it's not biological. Because if you look in the past throughout society, there's tons of evidence to indicate that um, the the role of socialization has shifted um, in, in how men and women interact with it, like in different cultures and different points in time. This is a pretty distinctly modern phenomenon. And I can talk about capitalism and how the reduction of all social um, interactions to the nuclear family has hurt people, especially men. And I can talk about how our expectation that men should work relentlessly is a byproduct of capitalists trying to siphon more exploitation the workers but i'm honestly just trying to talk about gender this time around okay i'm just let's i i just want to fucking grill so men kill themselves more um now men and women attempt suicide at about the same rate okay but when women attempt suicide it is well it's about a quarter as likely to succeed for one why is that I think it's because it's a cry for help. Why cry for help rather than actually killing yourself? A woman could kill herself pretty easily if she wanted to. It's America. I'm talking about America here. Or, you know, um, you just buy a gun at Walmart. The easiest thing in the world. Just a few hundred dollars. One shot. Kill yourself. Easy peasy. Why then do they keep failing? My argument for why they keep failing, put simply, is because they're trying to. They're not really trying to kill themselves. What they're trying to do is send a message, albeit, you know, a, 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 a worrying one, to um, their social spaces in the expectation that they will then receive some kind of uh, uh, nurturing care afterwards. This might not be a deliberate effort on their part. I, in fact, I sincerely doubt it is. When you're suicidal, you don't really think straight. So it's probably they just have an understanding on some level that they have more of an opportunity to bounce back. That's not the case with men. Men don't really have that same range of social spaces to, to bounce back onto, to rely upon afterwards, you know? They've just got... Dude, a lot of dudes have no friends. Like, a lot, like a lot of dudes really genuinely just have no fucking friends. Don't get me wrong, I don't have like a ton of IRL friends either, but I've always been a pretty introverted person. I usually just keep my friends online, and now I fucking stream and have a YouTube, so I, so I have like a, as many people to talk to as I wanted to. If I wanted to, I would never run out of friends, right? Because all I would have to do is just go fucking like picking you guys like cotton from a field. But I don't do that because 
I don't think that's a good way to make friends. So, you know, so I like, I get it, like not having many friends, you know, I understand. That can have like really horrible consequences for a person, like emotionally. We're social creatures, there's no getting around that. Um, <laughs> there are just like so many ways that men get like fucked over, like really like fucked over, and it's... And it's just because the ideas of what it means to be a man are like kind of fucked. And I want to I want to take you all on a journey, okay? There's a YouTube video I found a while back, like a like a, a long while back, um, that I want to go over, okay? And it's it's a fucking doozy. It's from it's like less than ten thousand views. It's a small video, and normally I would never go over a small video on stream because what's the point of debunking something that doesn't have much exposure in the first place, you know? Um, but in this case, this video was actually perfect. It's actually perfect. I have never seen in my life a video that so perfectly captured. Everything wrong with how people perceive men. It comes from a Nazi, or at least a Nazi-adjacent person, because they uh, name-drop Black Pigeon Speaks in the first, like, 30 seconds of the video. Now, have you ever heard the term a crisis of masculinity? This is, this is, this is the Hegelian dialectic in action, you see. This is the idea of what it means to be a man. This is an idea. It's a concept that we have is experiencing agitation. The thesis met with a counter-thesis now. The original idea of what it means to be a man, or at least the one that we're currently pushing through our sphincters, was the, the archetypical 1950s man, the suit-wearing man, the fedora-wearing man, the stoic man with the, with the cleft chin who comes home after a long day of work and just wants to enjoy the paper in front of the fireplace while his wife comes home and uh, or sorry, his wife was always home. His wife never left the home. Uh, his wife makes him a meal. Uh, there's like that's the that's like archetypical masculinity, okay? And and now we've different. Like now there are people like me, gender abolition. I don't even I don't even want gender to exist. I don't like the concept of gender. You know, I don't even like that shit. But there are also people who wildly differ. Like look at um really really quickly really quickly now. Look at the um, homogeneity of how people used to look. This isn't a great example because it's from the 1920s and 30s and stuff, but this is like a breadline during the Great Depression, right? Like, this was kind of just what dudes looked like for like 30 years. If you went outside, you dressed in a suit and a hat of some kind. The fancier the hat, the wealthier you are. And if it was cold, you wore a coat over the suit. And this was what it meant to go outside as a dude. This was this was the the aesthetic, you know? This was the aesthetic. Like, this was it. This was millions of men who just, there was just one way to be a man. But society has evolved past that. And thank God, how fucking boring. And nowadays, let me look at this to, you know, make sure. And nowadays, there are, look at this. Look at, look at how far we've come. There are so many more ways to live your best life. But for, re for real, though, like, 
societal standards have advanced and now there are a wide range of aesthetics that people can go out it's more it's uh more often people dress casually you know um people sometimes wear like crazy fucking makeup even if they're dudes dudes can wear makeup guys hey wait really quickly guys listen if you ever want to like look a little bit better learn how to do makeup it's not dude like I don't mean like drag queen, like giant eyelash, like teal eyeshadow. Like learn to do some fucking makeup. You have no, you, have you ever seen a makeup tutorial? You have any fucking idea? Like you've seen like the girls who look like kind of like average and then they look like fucking beauty queens like after 30 minutes. You with like five minutes, you could like learn in a week. You could learn in a week and in five minutes you could like look so much fucking better. I don't wear makeup because I'm, I'm already flawless, but, uh, but you could, you could do it. I would even do it for a stream. Anyway, now like we've got makeup, you've got piercings, you've got tattoos. Some people go out wearing suits. Some people go out wearing t-shirts. Some guys go fucking booty shorts. Some guys going out wearing fucking Jenkos. Everyone remember Jenkos? Yeah, that was, that's the shit. This is Western civilization right here. There are so many ways to be a man now. And that's, and that's cool. I like that. So what happens, and this is where I'm coming back to the concept of the crisis of masculinity. What happens when two incompatible ideas smash against one another? The, 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 the modernist, every dude should wear a suit, every dude presentable, clean shaven, or just otherwise, you know, very pro, like clean cut looking the, the versus the postmodern. And I'm using modernist and postmodernist here. Ironically, please don't chastise me for the misuse of these terms. Um, the postmodernist like me, like some days I'll go outside and like bait near like, like semi-formal business wear. And, but some days I'll go outside wearing like sandals and, and booty shorts. I don't, cause I don't fucking care. Um, so many, so many possibilities. What happens when these two disparate ideas clash? We get what is called a crisis of masculinity, where men no longer know what it means to be a man. Now, I personally, because I am a gender abolitionist, I think there should be no intrinsic meaning to being a man. You can do whatever the fuck you want. However, I understand that for a lot of people, it's necessary to have like an archetype to kind of grow into. This is the case for everyone. I'm a gender abolitionist, but it's undeniable that I take my cues for how to live from what it means to be a man. I, I can't argue against that. I shop for men's clothing. I look for distinctly masculine, like, uh, uh, like clothing styles. So if I ever get a tattoo, it won't be like fucking flowers on my knee or whatever. Like, it's like, it's obvious, you know, like I take my cues from somewhere. Trans people take their cues. Even trans people, the great threat to masculinity because you can, because you can be the girlfriend now. Um, take their cues from what it means to be a woman. I know gender abolitionist trans girls who feel like this agitation because on one hand, they are gender, gender abolished. They don't want gender. They don't like gender. But on the other hand, they necessarily take their cues for what it means to be a woman from the archetypical woman. And that agitation sometimes causes them internal distress because they feel like they're betraying um, a set of principles that they held uh, but, but are now abandoning for the sake of convenience. And I get it. I understand. And I sympathize. What happens if 
men who don't really understand what it means to be a man anymore really, really reject the more contemporary, do-whatever-you-want style of masculinity. Well, then we get some really regressive horseshit. Now, keep in mind, everything that I say and do in this stream specifically is specifically oriented around making life better for men. To make them happier, more fulfilled, more confident, more charismatic, to better their lives. Men are in a bad state right now. I would say worse than women, by a pretty significant margin. Now, men have more social power than women. But in terms of our internal world, I think men are much worse off than women right now. Because I think men are saddled with much more baggage, uh, uh, toxic baggage, coming into the 21st century in terms of what it meant to be a man. And for that reason, there was more to eschew, more to reject, more to throw off. I want dudes to be happy. I really do. And they can be as masculine as they want. I, I, I don't care. When I say I want dudes to be happy, I don't mean I want them all to be like effeminate, like skinny jean wearing soy boys or whatever. I mean, I, like they can do whatever the fuck they want. I don't care. But it would be nice if they were happy and fulfilled and confident and stuff. That's my approach. Some people have a different approach. Let's look. Let's look together. This is a good one. This is a good meme. It is so important that we all understand uh, that it's not only uh, that men can be feminists, it's that men should be feminists as well. Poverty is sexist. Maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, and as anyone who watches Black Pigeon Speaks will know, the former substitute drama teacher and part-time ski instructor. Justin is a new male. That's new spelt N-U. He's not a macho man. He's a feminist an advocate for tolerance, equality, and diversity. He's challenging white privilege and toxic masculinity to build a fairer society for all marginalized people. You know, Justin... We're... I'm actually gonna full screen me so you don't have to look at his that face from the picture that you know. Now, I've done reactionary content on my channel for the entirety of my channel, that this has been the whole time I've had my channel. That's what I do. So normally what I would do is I would break this video down and talk about how it's reactionary, how this is like literally Nazi propaganda. Um, it gets into it. Uh, how this is Nazi propaganda, how this is horrible propagandizing. I've seen the video and what he's going to do is he's going to parade the same few pictures of like soy boys or feminine men that you've seen cycled on the internet a thousand times talking about some grandiose failure of men to live up to their ancestral, you know, expectations. So the evidence provided and the stipulations made in this video are completely disconnected. It's basically a slideshow of unrelated images that are meant to gesture at the point that our narrator is going to be making. What is that point? Because that point is what I'm interested in. The point 
is that men as they are today are broken and that there is something eternal, primitive, and essential that men are meant to be. And this is, in my mind, a phenomenal example of toxic masculinity trying to reassert itself in an era where people are growing to be ideally less shitty men less harrowed by horrendous double standards by poor expectation by self-destructive standards this is what happens when you get backlash to that trudeau is the perfect archetype for the beta male men devoid of any masculinity who see a virtue in submission and a vice in dominance men who allow themselves to be walked all over thinking it righteous whilst only proving themselves weak and the beta male is you'll notice by the way throughout western this civilization in today western civilization you'll notice by the way throughout this that they'll make a bunch of wild claims um that can't really be substantiated like finding a virtue in submission i i have no idea what that means but this is going to get sort of pulled back into western civilization nazi dog whistling pretty soon a civilization that lacks confidence that's afraid of itself that's notice how we switched from men to a civilization Notice that switch right there. Initially, it was Justin Trudeau was a new male. New males lack masculinity. And then we, then we, then we blink. And now we're talking about a weak-willed civilization. Which is funny because, to my mind, the Western world, which I assume he's referring to here, Western civilization, still reigns supreme in pretty much every cultural and economic sense. But we'll see. It sees self-flagellation as virtuous and self-esteem as dangerous eaten through and through with guilt and self-loathing. And it's in this West that the white beta guilt males meme? like Justin Trudeau have risen to the top. Because today, Western man has become a beta male. He's a far cry from his ancestors. The Vikings, <laughs> the Templars, the Spartans. How did Western man, once the alpha of the world, become a lowly beta male? So, this is obviously very dumb. We show a few picture of like feminine looking men we've lost confidence we're nothing like the spartans I mean, this is obviously incredibly stupid um but we have to remember so what this is this video is meant to speak to men who feel like men have decayed this video isn't really meant to make like a substantive scientific argument uh because they can't um because that's ridiculous. Like, listen to the points they're trying to make. Uh, who who think it's wrong to have self-esteem. Like, these are, these are unprovable points. They're making incredibly broad generalizations. So they're not trying to convince a new audience here. What they're trying to do is reinforce the uh, perceived grievances of the kinds of people who follow these videos. Who tend to be Nazis or other far-right reactionaries. Who believe men should be something. And what men should be is not what men are anymore. That weakness and submissiveness have come to define the modern man. And for that reason, we are opening our civilization up to, I don't know, subversion by the Jewish folk or, or, or by the invasion from brown and black people. There's a wide variety of perceived consequences to this. But instead of thinking, hey, this video was made by a loser LARPing Nazi who's probably like never even smelled a woman before in his life. Um, instead of thinking that, let's instead think, 
what fundamental problems with masculinity might the existence of this video suggest exist? What tenets of masculinity in society today exist which would lead someone to make such an offensively stupid video? Let's, let's continue. Well, we have to consider what man's purpose is in nature. It's man's nature to be an alpha, to be a leader. It was up to him to gather resources to provide for his family and to defend his land from invaders. He would have to brave the elements to hunt for food, and in times of war, it was the man that went off to fight. And this required men to be tough. He needed to be tough to survive. This is what civilization was built for in the first place, to make survival easier. Civilization allowed for men to band together, to farm, to build permanent settlements, to create enterprise, and to form an army to defend their civilization. So, just really quickly, again, I know we're not meant to focus on this, but everything that's being said here is incredibly ahistorical. Women, too, would hunt. Women, too, built. Women also created civilization. Women also had very strong social and physical roles in pre-modern civilization. Obviously. I, the, the people like this, I think, actually believe that, like, for tens of thousands of years, civilization was like men running around building buildings and killing mammoths while the women just sat in like, sat and like fanned themselves with a big palm frond while like, while a baby suckled at the teat, you know? Um, <laughs> just clarifying. And there was no better man. At this is Evo psych bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. This is Evo psych bullshit. There's literally no foundation in science or history or anthropology to support these claims. These are just lies made up by a, a Nazi or a fascist, at least, to justify the, the emotions that they have right now concerning men. This game of civilization than Western man. Europe became the best at enterprise Europe? and the best at war. And it was this ingenuity that allowed... See, we, we're back at the Nazi stuff. Europe became the best at civilization, at the best at war, ignoring the literally 4,000 years of Europe not being uh, on top civilizationally. Just casually ignoring, you know, the millennia to skip right to the comparatively recent point in time where glorious Mother Europa was the breadbasket of civilization. But we again, I'm, try I'm trying to focus on the man stuff here. Out Europe to become the greatest civilization and to expand <laughs> across the earth. <laughs> Only one century ago, Western man stood at the top of the world as the undisputed alpha male, having won the game of civilization. <laughs> but then disaster struck. Western civilization plunged itself into not one, but two world wars, which caused levels of destruction unparalleled in history. Wait. I'm pretty sure the Black Plague would have proportionally ravaged Europe quite a bit more than either world war, but okay. It's been said by many that the two world wars were what made the West lose its self-confidence. But why? Ooh. I've the heard that, and it's I've heard people say that, and it's always been Nazis. The history of Western civilization had been full of war, murder, famine, and disease. Western man had faced every hardship imaginable many times before. Why was it different this time? I know. Okay. So, so obviously the meme here, right? Wait, 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 can I guess? The meme here is because we fought against Nazi Germany and fascism. We got a, a bad impression of fascism when actually it's super good. That's my guess. Because the post-war era brought about something that the West hadn't seen before. It brought about the promise of everlasting peace and prosperity. Damn. Once the wars were actually on end, the, the West made a commitment to make the w w say it after me. Um, 
strong men create good times, good times creates weak men, weak men create hard times. We're on that meme. We've all been on Facebook. We've seen the boomer posting. Second World War, the last World War. They decided to make a global effort to end all wars. Now, of course, all wars didn't end. There was the Cold War that went on for about 40 years, but nothing ever came from it. The Cold <laughs> <laughs> okay nothing ever came from it just not you know the vietnam war the korean war our war in afghanistan the gulf war the numerous coup we funded in latin america the iraq war the other afghanistan the right. war came to an end and armed with nuclear weapons and the might of nato it appeared as though no force on earth could ever again pose a threat to the West. The world wars brought an end what? to the old order in the West, but the new order was able to bring about prosperity. It was only a few short years until the West was economically as prosperous as ever. And in the decades that followed the war, quality of life reached heights never before thought possible. Everyone could have a house, a car, a television, a mobile phone. Obesity became a bigger problem than malnourishment. Scarcity became a thing of the past. At this point, Western man found himself in a position that he never had before. One where he would never have to face the threat of his land being invaded and never have to face the threat of being without food or shelter. We can stop it here really quickly because I think we've reached enough material to sort of reflect on the problems here. So the fundamental thesis, so the, the story told in this video, which is wildly ahistorical, it is just a story told by a raving madman, but that's okay because it's meant to bring about a certain feeling, uh, which it very successfully does to the kind of people who believe this shit, who are to a man idiots, but what are you going to do? Now, um... The story here is that men are supposed to be strong, confident breadwinners. They built civilization. They did everything. Men did everything. They were on top of the world. Not just men, white men. But we're going to ignore the Nazism here for a second. Men built the world. And then... After World War II, life got easy, and because we were no longer struggling with the hardship and the war and the poverty and the starvation, um, men became weak. And through that weakness, our society will be destroyed or whatever. Um, cool. So if we strip away all of the mythological bullshit from that, the fundamental thesis of this video is, to put it bluntly, men need to go to war to face death, disease, and malnourishment in order to fulfill their evolutionary purpose. And if they don't, they are basically subhuman, the new male. So we can add this to our, to our little, uh, the drawings that we did. So men should be, hegemonically, straight, um, well-dressed, confident, strong, um, going to war, facing constant threat of death. There are people who say, thank you, James, how pertinent, that fascism is a death cult because it obsesses over um, uh, heroism, the worship of death, the, the worship of dying for the state um, to prove your cause. This is one of the reasons why I say, by the way, that fascist men are some of the biggest cucks around. And I really mean it. They're truly getting fucked because fascism 
tells men that the greatest way for them to prove their masculinity is to put their life on the line, dying for oligarchs who don't care about them. That in order to prove their validity, as a, their identity as a human, as a man, to assert their existence, they have to die. I think, and I'm being very serious here, not glib, very serious, that's fucking misinterest as shit. What the fuck? How the fuck? I'm not fucking joking. How the fuck can uh, unironically fascist MRA dipshits complain? Not all MRAs are fascists. Can can complain that society is misinterest and then promote a worldview which necessitates men have to die or at least face threat of death. To prove their masculinity. Wasn't... What happened to the concept of the disposable male? This is this is something that um, people like Stefan Molyneux like to complain about. The idea of male disposability, which is to an extent true. The idea that men are just workhorses. They just need to go out. They just need to do their job. They need to... This is all patriarchy, mind you. This is toxic masculinity. The idea that when, when Stefan Molyneux or whatever complain about disposable masculine or like male disposability they're talking about toxic masculinity the expectation that men should just do their work they shouldn't complain do what needs to be done and those premises are propped up by conservatives the same conservatives that stefan molyneux and other people who complain about male disposability uh worship and collaborate with it's it's insane it's a cycle they complain about male disposability and misandry in society but both of those things are a product of masculine expectations that are hyperbolized to the extreme by fascism but these people are fascists so they go and then promote videos like this where they talk about how men are weak these days because we don't have enough cholera and there haven't been enough good wars, even though America has been at war nonstop since the end of World War II. It's, it's a cycle they perpetuate. This is a crisis of masculinity. There are young... And we're, do we're done with the video, by the way, because we've already gotten everything we can from this. The rest of this is just going to be mythologizing. Um... The this is a crisis of masculinity. These the losers, and they are losers. The dudes who fall for this stuff. I'm really sorry. Listen, if you're watching me and you're a Nazi or a fascist, or whatever, and you watch that video and you think like, yeah, men are beta males. Yeah, true men are. Like okay, like you're a huge cuck. I'm sorry. You're a fucking cuck, dude. You're getting railed. Your asshole is getting blown out by the establishment. I'm sorry, dude. You should reach back behind you and try and see if you can cram your arm up to your elbow and your own fucking asshole because you've been gaped well past anything. We're gone beyond human we've gone past horse you're taking fucking elephant elite dick right now if you unironically watch propaganda pieces like that you think like yes exactly that's what would fix men if only we all died like shut the fuck up um but so but the losers who fall for that shit uh who who, who are the, the fucking market the clientele of these videos um they're doing it they're doing the fucking cycle. Here's, let's break the cycle, okay? Hey, listen. If you are a dude who fought, who thinks there's any validity, ah, men are getting more feminine, um, or whatever, or if you think that's like a bad thing, like, ah, men are weak now, we have to go back. If you, if, if, if you unironically believe that, 
Okay. Here's a suggestion. What if, instead of that, social expectations for how people should behave have changed, and, for the most part, this seems to lead to good? It seems to be kind of a good thing that women can exert their autonomy independent of their marital status, and men can form social groups and express themselves without fear of social ostracization. If you're a fascist, you're going to disagree with this because you think that people need to fulfill very strict regimented roles in society or they, or they grow listless and weak. And then you argue, uh, if this weakness is ascribed only to America, only to the whites, then the more masculine, less civilized blacks and browns will come in to cuck us and fuck our women or whatever. Okay. So you believe that. That's cool. That's fine. Here's an alternative explanation. Society changes. Things are getting better in regards to our understandings of gender. We're at a crisis right now because there are still people like you who hold on to some weird idealization of the old world. Okay? And it's okay for you to do that, to idealize how things are. Why don't you go then try to live up to your standard of what it means to be a dude? Rather than making videos where you argue men need to die or face death or the white race won't regain its confidence to repel the 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 Semitic invaders. Rather than doing that, why don't you Work out, go make a family, live a happy and decent life, live up to what you think your standard of like your personal identity should be, live your best life, because all that other shit about civilizational wars and beta males is complete horseshit. You've been fed a lie, and it's a lie that works to the benefit of a small group of people, because the more obsessed you are with living up to an unsustainable, toxic standard of masculinity that idealizes stuff like not complaining about hard work and uh, putting your life in the line to defend your identity, the more of a useful tool you are to people who want to recruit you into the army or get you to work a job and not have you complain about the unpaid overtime. You're being made a fool of by people more powerful than you. And if you could look up from that and recognize that you're being made a fool of by those people, you will, I think, uh, have a uh, slightly better understanding of where you stand in relationship to society and what can be done to society to make it a better place. I, 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 I titled the stream Male Insecurity, and I've ended up talking mostly about toxic masculinity, but... I'm going to circle back now to conclude to the to the insecurity because it's very, very, very important. The reason why there are so many insecure men is because... And deeply insecure. The reason why there are so many insecure men is because many men either don't have a good idea of what they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to be is kind of shit. I can give you an example. There are a lot of people, a lot of men I know, who feel like they want to be confident and, like, brash and bold, but they don't want to be, like, 
like weirdly overly sexually aggressive with people or like harass uh, people or like uh or, or, or like take other people's consent for granted or whatever so they've got this weird juxtaposition where they want to be who they are but they don't want to tread on sort of like shitty territory you know and that juxtaposition, that framework, is only really a problem because <laughs> because we're still dealing with a lot of people who are obsessed with an old world, a bad collection of ideas concerning what it means to be a man. If you're a dude and you're masculine, um, or if you want to be masculine, I guess I should say, there are a lot of dudes who legit like don't care and like Godspeed, whatever. But if you're a dude and you want to be masculine and you feel insecure sometimes because you don't really understand how your identity meshes with society at large, chill the fuck out. In your day-to-day -day life, people aren't thinking about it as much as you're thinking about it, okay? If there are boundaries that you think are impeding you in your goal to live a better life, kill the boundaries. If you feel you lack friends or a social group, that's something you need to work on. And I don't mean that as in, oh, it's your problem. I mean that as in, it's something you need to work on. It's something you need to take steps towards improving. The boundaries in front of you are in large part, a product of social conditioning that hurts you. You can improve yourself by willfully rejecting that social conditioning. Maybe you feel like you're being kind of pushy or weird or whatever when you say, hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, do you want to be friends? You message this person, you call this person. Okay. There's always an awkward period. Maybe you feel a little bit insecure because like, oh shit, you know, like I want to be a dude or whatever, but like I'm not pulling in much bank and I'm having a difficult time like sort of impressing girls with my job. What? Don't worry about it, my guy. Don't fucking worry about it. Economy shit for everyone, okay? Now, hey, making a lot of money is nice. Don't, don't like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, oh, more money, more problems or anything like that, but being not that well off doesn't mean you can't have like a fulfilling social life. It really, really doesn't. Unless you're working like 80 hours a week, which many of you are, Godspeed. But it shouldn't be something you feel ashamed over. Nor should you feel ashamed if you don't have a, a giant fucking, uh, <sighs> giant fucking ripplingly muscular body like I do. My I'm at 4% body fat. Fucking yes. If you want to look different than you look right now, Go to a gym. Or if you can't afford a gym or just don't want to go to a gym, find bodyweight exercises that you can do in your off time. There is a, a there was a, for a long period of time after I injured myself, there was a um, 10 minutes a day bodyweight exercise I did that kept me in great shape for years. It just, uh, just some, just some like, uh, you lean back like dips, push-ups. you do like a wall sit for 50 seconds, some, some lunges, just like really simple stuff. You can work on that. And whether you achieve your goals or not, it doesn't really matter. What matters is the progress from one state to another. Nothing about society, nothing about living one's life well really has anything to do about goals. Who gives a fuck about goals? No one cares that we landed on the moon. What we care about is the fact that at one point our president said we were going to, and then we did. The story matters, not the end goal. And your story should be finding what you want in life 
working to achieve it, and dismantling social constructs that impede you on that progress, in that progress. That's it. Insecurity is like a real fucking problem. I don't know. I've never struggled with it very much, and I'm not bragging when I say that. I haven't struggled with it very much because I was lucky in a lot of ways. But I sympathize with people who are insecure because even in with my confidence, there have been instances in my life where I have felt bad about a particular aspect of myself. So, my Deuterinos. Do not feel impeded. It's a-okay. Just do your best to negotiate how you want to live your life with how society expects you to live your life. And then win that negotiation. Uh, because it should be very one-sided because you're actually the only person with, uh, with the power to um, speak in that because society doesn't collectively have a voice and you, you have will as an individual.